people are going to come here because they want to play and they want to win. Belly, I just like two that. chicken fillets? Two fillets? <laughs> Jade, Jade, two chicken fillets? <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. What's up, guys? We're back for another episode of the Big Cat Chat Podcast. We're here for episode close to 25 now. We've been chugging along. It's just Sean and I now. If you guys did not see last episode, Brian is on is taking a leave from the podcast for a while. And who knows when he'll be back, but he will be back eventually. But till then, it is just us. Uh, first things first, uh, if you guys can't look at Sean's shirt, we must congratulate Michigan for taking down Ohio State. Urban, My- Urban Meyer owes Sean some money. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He owes him money for more than just more He'll than just. He'll be a hundy. <laughs> if you guys don't get that, that's uh, he said he owes. Was it Denard Robinson? He gave Denard Robinson a hundy and uh, Brendan Rusnick a hundy. <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, Ohio State goes down. All those future Jaguars took their L. Yep. Well, there's a future Jaguar that took a W as well. So. Yep. <laughs> uh. First, uh, one thing I do want to mention that uh, we will be starting from now on weekly is we're going to have a, a draft segment. So at the end of every podcast, we're going to talk some draft, a couple draft prospects, positions, because, you know, Sean and I love our draft stuff. Uh, Brian's not here, so he doesn't have to suffer through that segment. Huh. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Sorry for no podcast last week. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, we personally did, uh, had plenty of good food. Uh, if you're, um, Matt Judon, you're a psychopath. Oh, yeah. Said he hates mac and cheese, little loser. I know, I had mac, I had like three different types of mac and cheese. I had mac and cheese from like three different people on Thanksgiving, bro. I don't get how you're that much of a psychopath. To be honest, I've seen some stuff on Twitter that it's like, okay, if you've had that, then... Put like the peas in it? Ugh. No, the one that, uh, what, Florio, did you see the one Florio made? Yeah. Where it looked like it had caramel on top of it, it was burnt so bad. It looked like burnt plastic. I know, that was it, and then he, and then he was in the comments trying to defend it. <laughs> like, dude, My just, mom made this. Like, cool, uh, your mom made some trash. Oh, it's I mean, either R. your R. mom R. made some trash. R.I.P. to your moms and all, but jeez. <laughs> exactly, you didn't need to your, share that. Did not need next, to share you're that. You're next, bro, eating that. Oh my goodness. All right. Let's kick it off with um, the Raiders. Uh, last week, they signed former Jaguars receiver Tyron Johnson to their practice squad. He has not been called up yet. He did, not, he did not get called up for their Thanksgiving game, as far as I recall. Honestly, I don't follow the Raiders, so I wouldn't even know. But learn the playbook. Yeah. I mean, he didn't learn anything when he was here, so... Ah. <laughs> Deshaun Jackson out for the Raiders. Did the Raiders... No, the Raiders, they signed Deshaun Jackson, right? They signed him now, yeah. They got Deshaun Jackson and Tyron Johnson, so... Yeah, because Deshaun Jackson had a long touchdown. Yeah. They're, uh... Jaguars couldn't use him! You know who else couldn't use? I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, they're picking up all the speedy options, replacing uh, the guy who's sitting in jail for murder, uh... (laughs) <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. No, you said that. For murder. I did that on purpose. <laughs> I hope his neck is still hurt. Because he had some neck brace. I hope so, too. He's lucky that it's not worse, but it is what it is. We've talked about that before. We can move on. 
<laughs> we got Tyron Johnson. He's probably going to ball out knowing Jaguars, but he's pretty trash. Oh, well. Chargers fans were... Di- I mean, Chargers fans have every, every right to slander the Jags, but they they will go to bat for that dude, even though he's not on their team anymore. I mean, he did okay for them, so I get it. Yeah, he did good for... He did pretty good for them. He had a couple... Like, he had like 20 catches and had a big... The big, amount of hype that... Yards d- per- the amount of hype that dude had, like, it wasn't just Chargers fans either. It was genuine people who watch film and tape every week were put putting tape out there, and they were saying, this is a good signing. Everybody wanted him. And, of course, Jaguars, I'm never getting hyped for a midseason nope. signing like that again. Was, was it even midseason? No, it was early season. It was, it was before pre-season. week one. Yeah. Feels like we've been in the season for a decade. Yeah, next thing, John Brown, speaking of Speedy, he was activated for the past two weeks uh, to the roster. He was cut this week. So he was at that point where you can't raise him from the practice squad anymore. You got to sign him. He didn't do anything. He had a couple targets that were nowhere even close because guess what? Guess how much separation he had, Sean? Even a perfect pass you couldn't complete to him. It's literally a jump ball or nothing. Yep. Like, there, was no, there was no perfect pass that was hitting his hands. At least we he tried. S- he sucks. Jags uh, JTE was upset as if he... He literally got cut from like... He got signed by somebody before us and literally lasted like two days. Yeah. He's just one of those guys that he's in and out pretty quickly. Yeah, there's Help is not all the way. Not this season. Nope. There's nobody out there, apparently. Things get worse. We'll, we'll, we can talk about that in a minute. But James Robinson did play last week, and or the week before, and he was not 100%. But this past week, he was completely 100%. And he actually looked pretty decent, in my opinion. He didn't do anything crazy. Little, compared to the beginning of the season, he looks a little chunkier. Yeah, but he and still looked better. Yeah. And he had a pretty good week. I mean, we should have given him the ball every single play because it would have been more effective. If no, he fumbled honestly. the first time in 400 carries, but you know. Yeah, he had that fumble. Oh my gosh, that fumble. It's funny. As soon his first fumble of his career, I think. Well, per- first fumble, first fumble loss. First fumble loss of his career. And and uh, he gets for 16 plays. <laughs> he gets they put Dare Ogumbawale in there on a critical red zone third down. Speaking of that third down, Dare Ogumbawale drops a touchdown, cut him. Uh, and you want to know who I really am upset about that play? It's crazy. You know, to be upset, it takes a lot to be upset, to be more upset at somebody than the person who dropped a touchdown. You talk about Juwan? Yep. Jawan Taylor literally just stood there. He acted like he thought it was a. He acted like he thought they blew the play dead or something. I was like, "What?" He literally did not even. He did. He barely. He took two steps and just stood there. He stood there like a statue. It was absolutely embarrassing. And honestly, Pete I'd and Tony rather... had had the audacity to say that he looked better last, this past week. I'm. Like, I'm he gave him a t- crucial holding penalty. He, he got his first left false left start left. of the year. He let a free runner go by. That's better. He, and all of his uh, mistakes were critical ones. They were in critical... Like, the holding was in the red zone that we were trying to score and almost tie the game up, make it a three-point game. If that game. was him looking better than he has in weeks past, then he must have been the worst tackle in football. 
Cause exactly. They need to put Walker Little out there. I'd rather watch Will Richardson play right tackle than I would Juwan Taylor at this point. And, and if anybody's been here for a while, they know how much I hate Will Richardson. He sucks. <laughs> I was team cut Will Richardson. When Will Richardson made the roster, I was I was ready to quit the podcast. I was so mad. <laughs> yeah. But it is what it is. Uh, former Texas Longhorns Chief of Staff, uh, Fernando Lovo will reportedly leave his position under Urban Meyer in Jacksonville and rejoin re the Longhorns. I have no idea who that guy was, but he was Me either. He was something under Urban Meyer. and he's, Apparently he did help, so. Apparently he went to be like some athletic director or something. Cool. The Jags placed Jamal Agnew on IR. He's done for the season. Yay. Our best weapon, gone. Now that leaves us with... Uh, Who's our best weapon now? Oh, Dan Arnold. Okay, let's keep it going. Um, oh, yeah, this past week, Dan Arnold uh, had an ankle injury, and now he's out for the most likely the rest of the season. So, yeah, our two best weapons. Literally the only serviceable weapons on this team. I don't think anybody else is serviceable. Laquan, Laquan Treadwell. Treadwell. Treadwell, you could make it hard. receiver one. Treadwell should be like a wide receiver. Treadwell should be a free agent if we're, if we're honest here. Hey, he's the only guy out there balling right now. Not even Marvin balling. Jones, to be honest. He's, Marvin Jones had a better week this week, I will admit. He had that sick catch. Yeah. But he's been down recently in general, though. Hey, uh, what's his name? Laquan Treadwell had that uh, super sick comeback route. Yeah, he can't. That, that was the most separation I've seen from a Jaguars receiver since 2018. Yeah, he took that route, dog. I know. That, I was that like... was, Treadwell led the team in receiving yards and targets, bruh. This team is sad. This team is sad. Like, oh. Who would have thought we'd be here in preseason? Remember when in preseason we were like, oh, Treadwell. Maybe Treadwell's going to be that wide receiver six. You never know. That's what we were no, saying. I was, thinking, I was thinking our receivers were going to be legit. Remember when we were saying the receiver room was the best on the team? <laughs> Not even close. Oh, my gosh. That, that, was, that was embarrassing. Old Takes exposed all of our old podcasts. I think D-Line's probably the best room in the team. Easily, even I mean, though they got dominated last week against a or this past week against a crappy old line. Yeah, I don't. Even, I saw Josh Allen like once. It was Keepers Go sad. said that on all twenty-two that Titans center Matt Hennessy was dominating uh, Devon Hamilton, and Hennessy's like way smaller than him. He was like he was like saying like that shouldn't happen. It shouldn't. Uh, I don't know we what happened with the D-line last week. We got pressure on a couple snaps, but that was just because we actually got coverage uh, stuff. Like well, Josh one... Allen got hurt early. Yeah, then... Josh Allen got hurt, and he was never really doing much after that. Yeah, no one really did anything, except for... Like, RRH like, had well, that Robertson coverage Harrison, sack. Yeah, hey, had a coverage sack. Other than that, D-line was subpar. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> except Tyson Campbell. Well, yeah, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk more about that in a bit. But let's continue. Uh, the Jags worked out Austin Mack. Uh, former Ohio State receiver, because apparently this team only can look at somebody who has a can, who has a, a history. We can, we're n it is a it is against league rules for the Jacksonville Jaguars to look at a, a human being who has not been in contact with Urban Meyer or somebody on the staff previously. Austin Mack also sucks. It's illegal. You are only exactly. We're looking at like, <laughs> oh my gosh, Odell was literally available in our laps. No, let's. He wouldn't let's, play for us. Let's work out Austin Mack. 
Uh, Deshaun they Jackson. They should have claimed Odell and said, well, you're not going to play. Well, you're just going to sit at home the rest of the season. That's what exactly. Gonna you have to at least take the shot. Who do we have? Laquan oh, Treadwell is our best receiver. Oh, my gosh. I want to cry. It's it's sickening. We've tried out like three former Austin or Austin former Ohio State receivers since preseason and now we've had this guy. Who was that other guy that caught that one deep ball in preseason? Uh, Devin Smith. Devin Smith. It's literally just like it's it's embarrassing that we are trying these guys out. It's like whatever. The Jags announced rookie defensive tackle Jay Two Fillet, uh, Two Chicken Fillets, has been placed on designated to return list. So he'll be, but he was placed on IR in Week Six when he injured his hand during pregame warmups. After his first action, actually, again that Titans game, he had some snaps late, and he actually pl he only played a couple snaps, so you have to take it with a grain of salt. But he did play pretty solid in those, and we Cares. were excited. We were excited to see him. Cares Taven Bryan season. Taven Bryan was trash this past week. Everyone was trash this past week. <sighs> exactly. Anyways, the ice. Except, I one, except, one, except one guy. I want to see <laughs> Jay. I want to see Jay Tufile. I want to see him. Uh, I want to see him play. Uh, he he's not back yet. They have like twenty one days to reenact and and do him. So uh, some fun news: the Jags signed receiver slash returner Jaden Mickens off the Bucks practice squad. He goes back to the team he played for in 2017 to 2018. He had a punt return touchdown with us in 2017. Welcome back. He actually you fumbled, caught... You, you, you fumbled that snap? Or you fumbled that punt return? The last punt return. It's hilarious because if you guys... I don't know if you guys watched my reaction, but I was like... He's had some pretty... He had pretty good returns all game. Like, none were great, but they were all pretty solid. So I was like, let this be the one. I was saying, let this be the one as, it, as in the one he was going to pop. Not the one he fumbles and messes up. Trying yeah, he fumbled much, the last one. He caught a fair catch on his fair catch, a fair catch on his first one, and he pumped up the crowd. Huh. Jaguars for you right there, getting pumped up for he a fair catch. He caught it on a fair catch. Yeah. He didn't fumble it like Taven Austin did last week. The other hey. week. Taven Austin redeemed himself. Hey, yeah, we'll talk about him in a minute. Former Jaguars offensive line Tony Baselli and running back Fred Taylor made the final 25 for Pro Football Hall of Fame. Year 27, baby. Let's go. Will they make it in this time? The answer is no. Tony should. Tony should. Tony and Fred should, but will they ever? I don't know. Tony will if he gets Pete Prisco to speak on his behalf. Nope, he's got that other dude. Sam Kuvaris, who sucks. The, the dude who reads like he's reading a book to a class. Yeah, Pete Briscoe, he needs to do it for him, and he'll probably get in. Literally anybody could do it besides this one dude. I could do it. I could do it! Hey, anybody ask, could do it. Ask, ask all these Hall of Fame edge rushers from the 90s. Bruce Smith. Who the best tackle was they ever went against. Tony Vaselli? Okay, put him in. <laughs> like, whatever. Fred Taylor should make it in, too, but... Yeah. You know. Ask all the linebackers from the 90s and 2000s. Oh, he only made one Pro Bowl, though. One Pro Bowl, so he's not allowed in. Ask all the Hall of Fame defenders in the in the Hall of Fame from the 90s and early 2000s who uh, juked them out of their shoes all the time. Ray Lewis says Fred Taylor's the best back he's ever played against. Doesn't mean anything because the fans only voted him to more Pro Bowl. Yeah, I mean, Pro Bowls are the end-all, be-all, guys. 
Trash. Josh Allen's made one Pro Bowl, so is Josh Allen on the way? Just kidding. <laughs> this past Fame, week, baby. This past week, Shaquille Griffin did not play with a concussion. He should be back this week, though. So that's good news for He's uh, good. that's Cap, but it is Cap. <laughs> We're just calling everybody mid at this point. Why not? Mid. <laughs> I did, like you know, that guy from AEW who had that. He had that. Uh, that promo, he's naming people, he would say mid after all their names. I'm gonna start doing that whenever we do this podcast. <laughs> Dave and Brian, mid! mid. <laughs> Malcolm Brown, mid! Jaden Mickens, mid! mid. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, mid! Calm down, calm down, calm down now. Too far. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. We need to get him on the podcast. MGF, or MJF, he's on the podcast from AW. So he can say mid for us. Bring him on. Tag him in the comments. There you go. Yeah. Shaquille Griffin should be back this week. But on, on some brighter news, you know, we've been saying bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news. Brandon Linder and O'Shaughnessy are back. It's funny because as soon as we get O'Shaughnessy back, Dan Arnold goes down for the season. Like, I was really looking forward to two tight end sets with those guys. O'Shaughnessy did have that nice seam catch. He also had that one play where... That where he looked the wrong way. He caught it and fell down. And it took him 40 years to get up and run. Oh, yeah. Trevor threw that one, <laughs> Trevor threw that one a bit high, so he had to kind of like almost jump up for yeah, it. Yeah, but it took him like 40 years to get on his feet and go. I was like, oh, my God, what are you, 80? <laughs> get up and run, dude. And then he had on that... Uh, could have been game tying drive. He looked the wrong way on the like Trevor was trying to lead him out, like kind of towards the outside on the seam ball. Yeah. He looked the other. So many he miscommunications. Also, it's he sickening. also had the two point conversion though. He did have that. It was a pretty good route too. That drive was like the first one of the first drives that Trevor Lawrence looked like a first overall pick this season. It's because his receivers actually made plays for him for once. I was like, yo, yo, Taven Austin's route was super sick. Marvin Jones was touchdown. cooking that drive too. If you go it's back like, and watch, and go back and rewatch the uh, Taven Austin route, Tavon Austin route, that route was sick, bro. He like burned, he like beat his dude off the line, and I was like, "Wow, there's a speed. Where's the speed at when we're playing on the other 20? It's just and whenever his receiver, I didn't know he had hops like that. Whenever his, eight. whenever his receivers decide to actually be legitimate receivers, he looks really good, but then his receivers just disappear again. His receivers. His receivers are give him like one good drive a game max. I was surprised that Tavon caught that ball. That it was a sick catch and a sick Only throw, because right? like he threw it like where only he could get it, but I didn't know he could get it. Like yeah. I didn't know he could get that high. That throw was right over the defender's head too. It was a yeah. beauty. It it was really nice. Trevor's the right guy, man. We just got nobody to help. Exactly. Like, you Not see mid. Sparks every week. Like, people try and call Trevor Lawrence a bust, but they don't watch the game. He'll throw a dot or he'll throw a dime and we drop and I'm just like, oh, God. I know. Trevor is, I think Trevor has, like, the most big time, like, PFF, big time throws, which I think are over, like, 20 yards. Uh, it's, like, 15 or 20. He has the most big time throws dropped in the league. And nobody sees this stuff because these are all throws that, like, the NFL or the Jags would post a highlight of. But they don't because it got dropped. No, so it's because no, all the people who post all the negative stuff about him are just stat sheet watchers like freaking Darth Minshew. 
Yeah, Darth Minchu, I don't know if you watch the podcast still. I know you used to, but uh, please, 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 for the love of God, stop sending Minchu stats, dude. Right. Nobody cares. They mean nothing. Yeah. They, how many wins did they net? Because you're probably a guy who, if Minchu won a bunch of games, you'd say, oh, look at how many wins he got. Also, Keelan Cole is better than any receiver we have on this roster. Should have um, kept him. We should have. I was very sad when he left. We should yeah. have kept Keenan as well. But I digress. Linder, uh, how did Linder play? Like, I didn't really watch Linder, but he didn't get any flags, I don't think. so. Because I know Linder did play. I didn't notice a difference between him and Shatley, so per usual. So I guess he was all right. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't make any mistakes. That's at least good. Uh, Divine Azigbo, Azigbo, however you say it, is uh, no longer on the team. This is his third time getting cut by the Jags. Congratulations. You're setting records, man. <laughs> Dan Arnold, like I said, he got hurt. He's out four to six weeks. There's only six weeks left in the season, so he's pretty much done for the season. Maybe. He might come back for like the season finale against Indianapolis. What's his contract like? Is this his contract year, or has he got like other years left on it? Let me check. Dan, Is he back um, next year, or do you have to resign him? Dan oh, no, Arnold. Because uh, Spotrack be wrong sometimes. That's okay. He's on a two-year, six million dollar deal. He's a free agent in twenty twenty-three. All right, cool. So he's under contract. Got it. Yeah, I'd still we, like to keep him around. When we pair but, him with Isaiah Likely next oh, year. Isaiah, oh my goodness! Or when we Trey McBride. Oh, draft talk coming at you live. Yes, sir. We back, baby. I love the draft. The draft is the my favorite. Year because it's the only thing that ever gives us hope because we're always picking in the top 10. Even though we know the Jags are going to screw it up, it's still so much fun because I just enjoy looking at prospects. I enjoy grading prospects. Like It's just fun. So if you guys like draft talk, your time is the now. The big cat chat rebranding to the big draft chat. Ayo? <laughs> Ayo? Just saying. Ayo? <laughs> All off-season, coming at you live. Big draft chat. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jags versus Rams, the massacre, the bloodbath. It's going to be remembered in history for the amount of bodies that were uh, just taken in that. I swear to God, if, if we win that game, I'm going to be mad. It's Jalen Rams. I'll be mad, but I'll be happy at the same time. Honestly, I, I think it's going to be a massacre, but it's... You know what? We're going to do... A, the, the Rams have been on a downfall recently. We're going to be the team that's going to boost them back up. Yeah, this is their get-right game. Yes, sir. I was going to say they've been down, and knowing the Jags, uh, we would beat them just because, but no, nah, we're going to be that get-back game. But yeah, it got moved to 405 uh, instead of, like, 415, something like that. Cause I think it's, it was 425 originally. It's on the West Coast, so it's a 4 o'clock game. We have to wait longer to suffer our misery. I'll uh, be on a plane not watching, probably. It's on the plane TV. That's probably beneficial for your mental health. Um, Unless I decide to buy plain Wi-Fi and try to watch Sunny Ticket. I doubt it. Yeah, because you, you, you'll have watched Michigan, so you'll either be in a good or bad mood for Michigan. And if it's a good mood, they can't ruin it. And if it's a bad mood, they can't make it worse. True. I'm still not. They couldn't make it worse on Sunday. I was still happy. Yeah, I mean, you clapped Ohio State. Badly, too. It uh, can't hurt me anymore. David Ojabo, future Jaguar. Aiden Hutchinson, future Jaguar. I wish we got both. 
I saw some draft where they where somebody drafted Hutchinson and Ojabo to the Lions. Like they used both of their firsts on both of them. That would be insane for them. That would revolutionize that defensive line. Then they come back and get Daxton Hill in the second round. Just be, just stay in. They're Michigan already, so I mean, go ahead and draft a whole team. That all draft all of their draft eligible prospects. (laughs) Ooh, don't draft Cade though. He's not draft eligible. Well, he is, but he won't. He won't leave. Oh no. You think he's gonna transfer? This is college football talk. Who cares? But um, because I think JJ's got to play. If okay, so we're gonna. I think we're going to win the Big Ten Championship. It depends on what happens, man, honestly. Iowa's been a weird team this year. They've been either dominant or just what the... It, it depends on what happens, honestly. If if we win at all, which I don't know if that's going to happen because Georgia's defense is all-world. But hey, you never, we, know how St- you never know how Stetson Bennett is going to react to those yeah. edge rushers. So. I'm saying, if we win at all with him, in my opinion, you can't bench him. I mean, if... But if JJ threatens to transfer at that point, you're like... Ah. The biggest thing is, I've always heard Georgia fans, they've always said, <coughs> if we lose the national championship, it's going to be because Stetson Bennett. <laughs> but literally, that's all Georgia fans have said all year. There's nothing else that could lose in this national championship besides Stetson Bennett nah, getting... Man, the mailman always delivers. He's the reason why they lost to Florida last year. They should have beat us. They had like six guys wide open deep down the field, did and they, he missed all of them. Did, did they lose this year? I'm talking last year and this year. year. This year. What's, what's the mailman's record this year? Just, just wondering. What's the difference in their defense, though? Who cares? He wins. That's all that matters. Jordan Davis. He's got Jordan Davis. He's got Trayvon. He's got literally the top two. If, if you if you classify DeMarvin Leal as an edge, Georgia has the top two defensive tackles in this draft. All I'm saying. And the, fir- and the best one next year. All I'm saying is that if JT Daniels was the quarterback, he wouldn't be any better. Because he'd still be undefeated. <laughs> I'm just saying, Georgia. I'm saying what Georgia fans have said, not me. Yeah, I know. Player. I know he's not the best thing since sliced bread. I mean, Jesus Christ, he's like five ten, a buck eighty five, and he or some shit like that. He, he transferred out of Georgia and came back too. That's All I'm saying is, if Hutchinson gets a hand on him, he's probably gonna die. If Hutchinson or Ajabo. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, okay. That's the thing. Back I'm to just the original cur- question. Back to the original question. If Michigan wins it all with Cade, I don't see them doing it. But if he Say we crap the bed on Saturday and he plays poorly and we don't make the playoffs, then, uh, yeah, I could see them moving on. Or if he even craps the bed in the playoffs and plays poorly, I could see them moving on. They're going to be looking for any reason to do it. Yeah. JJ, JJ I, I, I know you've seen it more, but I've seen a couple of those JJ throws, and it's like... Dude, okay, so he has, He's like, got amazing... the it factor, it feels like, Yes, on but some he also has throws. plays where you're just like, dude, what the hell are you doing? It's because he's a freshman. He still makes those freshman <laughs> he plays. He fumbles a lot. He fumbled. He's fumbled a couple times. He's fumbled the snap, and then also fumbled while being tackled a couple times. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't worked out with the starting center, so that. And then those cross, sense. those those <clears throat> cross body deep throws aren't going to work against everybody. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he develops. Him and Anthony Richardson, future Heisman uh, contenders. Um, let's continue. Jags. Uh, well, we got to react to uh, Jags. Um. I forgot to update this. I said react to Jags Colts. Uh, we got to react to Jags. Um, oh, we got to react to Jags Colts too. So first, Colts game. Um, Carson Wentz was decent. Michael Pittman Jr. Decent. Um, well, Jonathan Taylor cooked us in the first half, but our run defense was tremendous in the second half. I still think our defense 
played well enough in that game for us to win. I agree. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Sean looking green over there. Excuse that. That's just my setup. <laughs> what's it called? Uh, Josh Allen was cooking against the Colts. Yeah. I don't know. He should have had like three sacks, but Carson Wentz was getting those one-handed or left-handed lobs out. So It just, uh, yeah, the first half was pretty bad. But like I said, they did enough in the second half for us to come back and win it. If we had an average offense, like a 16th-ranked points per game, 16th-ranked run, run offense, 16th-ranked pass offense, we, win that. we would win a lot more games. James we Robinson was healthy, like, too. Like, it's just... I don't know, dude. I don't know about him. I don't know. Let's go ahead and just move on to this week. Uh, who do we just play? I already forget because I don't like to think about it. Who do we just get? The Falcons, bro. Falcons. I already. I tried to forget. I try to forget, man. Again, if we had an average offense, we win that game too. Honestly, Easily. if we stop Cordero Patterson, we win that game because Matt Ryan did absolutely Matt, nothing. Matt Ryan missed open Kyle Pitts like four times, dude. Yeah, I just the one time we need to stop. All you need to do is load the box. You probably knew in the game. You can't do it. Let's go ahead and give takeaways. Takeaway number one for me, I'm going to take it, is uh, guess who? Guess who balled out this week? Mm, of course you get the easy one. Get, t- take a guess who it is. Take oh, a guess. Tyson Campbell? <laughs> Tyson <laughs> Campbell, man. This, Tyson Campbell had an interception in like three pass breakups. That interception was like an all-pro corner left. Like he was, he was in zone. He was in zone coverage on the flats, and it he was went up. Two. It was cover two. Cover two, and he went and picked off a pass for Kyle Pitts. Come on, man! Use use big boy terms. Almost like he was in zone. <laughs> he was in cover two. I gotta speak to the people who don't know, man. He was covering the flat. He was cover- Ryan, I said I said he was covering the flat, bro. Matt Ryan stupidly <laughs> threw it up the sideline to the receiver on a comeback. Look like to the receiver. <laughs> Was you mean it, to the, the tight end? Who was it, Pitts? Yes, it was Pitts. He's a receiver. Threw right. it to the receiver. <laughs> and Tyson said, Yoink! Tyson has been looking for the ball the past couple weeks, man. He's playing well. He's, that's always been the problem. He looks for the ball, and all of a sudden he's playing like an all-pro. It's crazy. If you like PFF, which I don't, but I mean... I think they're a, a good tool. Do. I just don't think they're the end-all be-all. They're a good tool to just be like, okay, that... If, if the film matches... If what you yeah. saw matches what they did, then yeah. it's fair. But they gave him a 90.5. He was the highest graded rookie this week. I think that's fair. I think it's fair, too. Because he, he, he was immaculate. He was he was owning Zacchaeus. True. <laughs> Who the heck is Zacchaeus, man? Olamide Zacchaeus. <laughs> oh, my hey, bro, gosh. Russell Gage was putting to work on us, though. Yeah, Russell Gate. I mean, it's because Russell Gate. He was moving the chains, man. Who else? Who else was out there though? Tyson Campbell was CB1. Nevin Lawson, bro. Nevin Lawson was getting shut down. Nevin Lawson. Anyways, uh, what's your takeaway? Uh, Devon Hamilton is not the nose tackle of the future. Dang, you're 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 already off the table. You got bodied by Matt Hennessy. I'm out. (laughs) He's so he's too inconsistent, man. Some weeks he looks like you know, he's never looked great to me. He looks good some weeks, and then some weeks he just looks like dog crap, which was this past week. Was dog what crap. I don't get is how, for two years straight, all training camp, every single person has said, this dude is unblockable. When the lights come on. <laughs> when the lights come on, he's like either all right, or he's either good or just trash. I don't get it. Looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. That's where we're at. 
He's like the one good player, one good player we got out of that draft too. He, I don't think he's a future. I think uh, a rotational I guy. I just, but, but then again, you don't really want to spend a high picks on a on a nose. I mean, Jordan Davis. Yeah, but you're not going to be what we're going to pick, be picking. You're not going to take him. Yeah, Jordan Davis would be though nice. It's but... Like Devon Hamilton doesn't get enough push for me. He has like, then, like two I said, career he got sacks. Bodied, he got bodied by Matt Hennessy, which is embarrassing. You're supposed to be this, you know, like great run defender, and you just got pushed around, like dominated by a guy who's probably you probably you probably outweigh that guy by thirty plus pounds. Whenever the run defense gives up good yardage, it's because Devon Hamilton's getting having a bad day. Yeah, Michael Brown can't do it all, but even he had a bad day. I don't know. All right, next takeaway for me: uh, somebody please help my man Trevor Lawrence. Not gonna happen. I mean, he got help one drive, which we scored on, but dude, nobody gets separation. Nobody. There were multiple drops this game, too. Yep. Sounds about right. If your takeaway is that Trevor Lawrence is a bust, you don't watch football. You don't watch the game, you just stat sheet watch. Just exactly. say that. Pretty much. You're, you're a box right. score watcher. My other takeaway is that it's time for uh, Urban Meyer to start micromanaging his uh, staff. I don't know what his job is here. He has repeatedly said things that he doesn't do. That he delegates, and I'm like, dude, you literally delegate everything. All he does is say if we're going to go for it on fourth down and walk like around. Like Frisco said, he is just a figurehead coach. That is it. He's a figurehead coach. That's all he is. He's just a guy who just, you see his face. Wink. There he is. And you wonder why there's no discipline, because assistant coaches aren't the guys who are supposed to... When D-Rock asked you what's the problem with the offense... And you said, good question, I don't know. Who says it? Can you imagine Bill Belichick saying that? People would say Bill Belichick is washed. Bill Belichick would say, no, I'm saying, would you imagine Bill Belichick saying that as an answer? Good no. question, I don't know. Does Bill no, Belichick... he, would say something, he would say something like, we're not playing as well as we should be. Bill Belichick does this dude Urban Meyer says good question to everything and then gives you a no answer. Every interview he looks dumber and dumber and dumber. Like at no. first I liked how transparent he was when we first hired him and everything. He was going through the roster, but now it's like, dude, just shut up. <laughs> Cause you're making yourself look stupid. I remember the that it was like two weeks where Urban Meyer was literally saying the most insane stuff. For like he's two stupid. weeks straight. Like if you're Urban Meyer, if you're watching this, which I know you're not, you're stupid, bro. Like, no, what do you mean? Urban Meyer's definitely watching you're this stupid, right now. Stupid, bro. You're stupid, bro. And this guy who coaches here is better than you. Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh, future Jaguar. Jim Harbaugh, yeah, all day. All right. Last... He won't leave Michigan. He won't be in Michigan for nothing. <laughs> I know. He just spent his old paycheck paying the athletic department. Yep. Uh, what would be my third takeaway? Do we need to have a third, or was it really going to be takeaways? And not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Let's just free snap penalties kill us every week. That's the third oh my god! Week. This team, this team is undisciplined, bro. Special teams sold so hard this past game, and that's supposed to be what Urban Meyer. Oh, I want to have great special teams. You know, I've always coached special teams. Special teams is close to my heart. Da, 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 da. Bro, our special teams suck. They suck. It's his fault. <laughs> Pretty much, pretty much, and he's supposed to be a special teams ace kind of guy. That's supposed yeah, to be Lorenzo McCray, who's isn't Lorenzo McCray? It's like his eighth year in the league now. He's, he's been a like, captain. He's been a special teams his whole career, and he's jumping off sides on fourth and three. Come on, bro. <laughs> oh my goodness! Let's go ahead and get into our predictions for this week. <clears throat> we did do predictions last week. You guys just didn't see them. 
Sean broke 100, correct. He is now 179 and 1. He finally hit 100. Mm. I am 95, 84, and 1, so I'm only back 5. I was back I was back 4 last week. Sean gained 1. Or, yeah, gained 2, and then I gained 1. So, 5 is the difference. Let's go ahead and start it. Cowboy Saints, Thursday. We did, boys. Give me the Cowboys, too. We did, boys. Kellen Moore, future head coach in the league. I wish it was for us, but sadly, we're going to be stuck with stupid Urban Meyer. And also, uh, Taysom Hill is starting, so... Oh, also, no Mike McCarthy that game. Also, had they come out with... It was rumored that, like, eight players had COVID. Did they ever come out with who had it? Uh, I do not know. If it was anybody well, to important... To be determined, if anybody important has COVID and ain't playing, I might change my pick. But as of right now, fully healthy, I'm taking Cowboys. Same. All right, next game. Colts, Texans. Give me the Colts. Colts. Easy. All right. <clears throat> Houston. I put all my money on Houston taking down the Jets. and they I want Houston have... to win. I, I pick in the Colts, but I hope Houston wins. Yeah, I mean, of course. Because uh, that will put us at second overall in draft pick. And that will give us Kayvon <laughs> Thibodeau or Aiden Hutchinson. And honestly, That's it's No, we're going to pick Garrett Wilson at second overall. I will literally jump off a bridge. I can see it happening. I can see it. <laughs> Unless we sign like some big time dudes in free agency. Anyway. Oh my gosh. I hate pick. I hate this team. Uh, Vikings <laughs> Lions. Give me the Vikings. Ugh, give me the Vikings. Uh Detroit. I I bet on Detroit last week as well. Mm. Hey, they almost had it. They almost <laughs> did. They almost did. Close but, but no cigar. That's that's like their a red rifle. Time. Red Rifle shot true. Uh, Giants, Dolphins. Giants at Dolphins. Dolphins. I'm going to go with Dolphins because two is playing pretty decent right now. I think so as well. The Dolphins defense is also playing pretty well. We have no different picks yet. Nope. It's, we're only four in though. So. I know, but still. <laughs> Both Miami over who? The uh, Giants, you said? Yeah. I already forgot. <laughs> Buccaneers, Falcons. Oh my goodness! Give me the Buccaneers. Buccaneers, Buccaneers. Jeez, chill out. <laughs> Eagles at Jets. Give me the Eagles. Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. Gardner Minshew might start. What? Hurts uh, has some injury. Hurts is feeling the hurts. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Cardinals at Bears. Give me the cards. Yep. Dang, we're going to pick all the same this week. Uh, it must be one of those weeks. What's Arizona? I was trying to get the abbreviation for the Cardinals. Um, Chargers at Bengals. Give me uh, the Bengals. Oh, so we're both going Cincinnati. I thought you were going to take Los Angeles. I don't Angeles. like the Chargers defense, dude. It's really bad. Their rush defense is really bad. and Their Joe run Mixon defense is, is the worst really in well. the league. Yeah, and uh, Joe Mixon's playing pretty good. So bad yeah. formula for the Chargers this week. Washington at Raiders. Give me a Washington. I chose Raiders last week, and they blew Come it. On, pick, make a difference, man. You just want me to make a difference, so they... <laughs> You have a shot. You should let me, let me pick first from now on, and then you can make a difference. Okay, fine. I'll go with the Raiders just so you can shut up. 
Thank you. <laughs> They're at home, right? Yeah. All right, bet. Washington's on a tear right now, so I'm bet I'm betting on my boys. Washington I going to the West Coast? Nope, they might to get shut out. Washington was my preseason, like my team that I thought was going to do really good, and they've disappointed me. But they've been on I a tear. How much better they'd be if they had Fitzpatrick healthy. Heineke been balling, bro. Shut up. Oh, but he wasn't balling in them losses. Curtis Samuel been hurt all year, bro. What do you mean? Okay, but I'm saying he wasn't balling in the losses. Maybe Fitzpatrick would have played better. That's all I'm saying. It's like a 15 year vet, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ravens right. at Steelers. Give me Baltimore. Ravens. Let me pick first, bro. All yeah, right. I, f I forgot. Go for your tripping. Both Baltimore over that Pittsburgh team. Pittsburgh is trash. Ben's washed. Big Ben washed. <laughs> Najee Harris. Garbage. Travis Etienne better. Uh, <laughs> we don't know that yet. <laughs> I know. San Francisco at Seattle. San Fran. Same. Russ is, Russ is cooked. Instead of letting Russ cook, they let Russ get cooked. You see all the memes, let Russ cook, and it's like uncooked hot dogs and cereal. Yeah, Shannon Sharp said... Uh, all, all off season long, it was let Russ cook. He said, I think Russ needs some new pots and pans. <laughs> I was like, damn. Dang, son. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sunday night football, Broncos at Chiefs. Chiefs. Same. Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl again, man. Weep about it. Oh, I got a hot take. Well, it's not really hot. I don't think Russell Wilson's going to be a Seahawk next year. I don't either. Everybody thinks the Giants are going to trade for him, but... I don't know. I wouldn't trade for him. He sucks. There was already so <laughs> many, there was already so many rumors last year, last off season, and now after how he's played and how Seattle's done this year, they just need to rebuild. Yeah. Trade DK to the Jags. <laughs> final game: Patriots at Bills. Well, this isn't the final game. We got one more after this. Oh yeah. Um, Patriots at Bills. Yes. Man. Huh. This is a hard one, dude. <laughs> I got my pick, man. I got my pick. I need a coin. All right, I'm going to flip this thing right here if it lands this way. That didn't really help me none. I'm going to go with... Oh, God, I know you're probably going with the Bills, probably. I'm going go with the Patriots. Dang it! Oh, no! <laughs> I was going with the Patriots! Oh, my gosh, dude. Why? The defense is lit, man. I know. They're, they score, like, 40 points per game. Josh, right McDaniels, now. Josh McDaniels is cooking. They've been on a tear recently, and the Bills have been mid recently. Mid. Mid. Damn, dude! I thought I was going to be different than you. I thought I was. So we hoping... have one difference this week so far. Yep, and it was one that I forced you to be different on. Yeah, when I picked the Jags right here, dog. All right, final game. It's it's Jaguars Rams. It's the Slaughter Bowl. <laughs> Jaguars going to the West Coast where they're historically great. Is this game going to be worse than the uh, Seattle game? Yes, by far. Yikes. Let's go ahead and get our Are you kidding me? Score. Aaron Donald's been watching Grady Jarrett film all day long. Think about how he's going to wreck Ben Barch's ass this weekend. We need Brandon Leonard to come up clutch, man. We need Brandon Leonard to go to right guard and play Shatley at center. Facts, yeah. That's too smart, though. They won't do it. <laughs> who's who's our offensive line coach? I forget his name. He's so bad. George Warhop. Warhop been coaching since '90 and he's still garbage. Yep. I don't know Anyways, let's give our score anyway. predictions. Yep. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go, go uh, 40, 48 to twelve. 
I'm going to go 45, 45 to 6. 12 is kind of stretching it, man. Nah, I mean, every defense is kind of like lesser sometimes, but we can't score. We just can't. In a league set up for teams to score, we can't score. I have a hard time seeing us getting past 10. I'm going to go 45 to 10. I'm going to go 45-3. Right, 45, I mean 48-3. 45-10. Rams. Rams, by the way. Not for us. This one's going to be <laughs> rough. Stat predictions, I don't really feel like doing any because who gives a shit? Trevor Lawrence is going to throw two interceptions. One to Ramsey. I think he's going to throw one. He's going to have a lot of completions, though. He's going to be like 15 for 49 for 102 yards, no touchdowns, two picks. I'm going to have him going uh, 18 of 45 for 160 and one pick. James Robinson, 13 carries for... 45 yards and no touchdowns. We'll go 16 for 60 and one. That's your one touchdown? Yep. And your Wingard prediction? Wingard was five, bad last week. We've been, five, we've been five tackles. He better not try and go low on frigging Cooper Cup or something. Five tackles. That's it. How many missed? Everybody misses tackles out there, man. He ain't the only one. He at least needs to try and go a bit higher, but... Everyone wants to complain about him missing tackles 15 yards down the field. It's like, what were the first two lines of defense doing? They're jerking each other off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. For my last prediction, uh, none of these wide receivers are... I don't know. Josh Allen, I guess. Josh Allen. Maybe. Their old line. I will say, the one thing that could play in our favor is that their old line is not very good. Yeah, they they need to get Matthew Stafford out of the pocket. We need to get our, They're not good in straight straight up drop back. The defense, the D-line needs to play like they did against the Bills and not how they did last weekend. Give me Josh Allen, two sacks, five pressures, four hmm. tackles total. I don't I don't see that happening, but okay. I don't know. Let me have some let me have <laughs> something. If he gets five pressures and two sacks, we're really looking pretty good. Except for when Matt Stafford throws for a fifty-yard bomb on third and twenty, that'll be our one. <laughs> we're gonna get one stop all game in both, and it's gonna it's gonna be because Josh got two sacks, bro. Back to back sacks. Yep. <laughs> gonna, they, the, Ram, sack. the Rams have done that this year, I think, where they've gotten like in a situation where it's like, oh, they get one sack and then they get sacked immediately again. I think it was against like the said, Titans. Our only hope is that their old line's not very good, so we need to hope that they don't know that we suck. And do quick routes. If Tyson Campbell plays like he did last week and Shy Griffin comes back playing up to par, I mean, we can cover decently. We're going to be covering it. Cooper it's just Cup. just the slot. I don't know who's going to be playing the slot, except for maybe Rudy Ford, I guess. Is he still playing slot? Yeah. Cooper Cup is the guy who's in the slot mostly, so. Oh, so Rudy Ford's about to get cooked. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to honestly have some, like someone's shadow cup. Put Trey Herndon but... on him. Do it. Screw it. <laughs> so, so, never mind. We're not getting a single stop then, bro. I don't. I mean, we're not winning the game anyway. Who cares? I got Cooper Cup in fantasy, dude. Put Cisco on him. Everybody thinks Cisco's so great. Put him on Cooper Cup if he's so great. 
Cisco almost had an interception last week. Yeah, almost only people to people say, yeah. "Oh, the people made excuses for that." Even though I think he played too hard to go in for the tackle when there was two other guys going for it, yeah. he could have stayed back and been a ball hawk and picked it off. But you know, people I he make was a ball excuses. Hawk. Everybody said that. Exactly. That's what I tweeted. I was like, I thought, I thought he was a ball hawk. He, if he's a ball hawk, he should have been able to track that and pick it. Not all I hear by the time Winger makes a play. If he makes a play somewhere, that is, oh, oh, Cisco would have picked it off. Exactly. <laughs> Cisco would have housed it. Cisco would have done this. Cisco would have done that. Who knows what the hell Cisco? Cisco can't beat out Winger. As Pete Prisco said, that's all you need to know. He can't beat out Winger. That's all you need to know about Cisco. He's probably trash. <laughs> I'll say it. He's probably trash. Knowing us, probably. Here's what it is. Now, for the fun part. It's draft chat time. Da -da -da, da -da -da. Da -da. <laughs> oh my gosh. Trademark. So today, we're about to get trademarked by uh, ESPN on YouTube. <laughs> we're doing that. We're going to uh, talk about just a couple prospects. We'll talk about edges today because I've edges? actually watched some edges. Oh, edges. There is so many edges this draft. Let me open I still up think we should take one at the top of the draft even though there's so many. I have, because I have graded about 20 edges. Obviously, my grades are going to change. I've graded well. about zero. I haven't done my deep, I haven't started my deep dives yet, but I'm still familiar about who's there, who's there. I've graded what. 22 edge rushers, subject to change. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine with the first round grade. Hmm. They're really good. Uh, Cave, it's probably not, you're probably not far off either. Kayvon Thibodeau and Aiden Hutchinson are my one and two. Aiden Hutchinson's my one. I got to fix yeah, that on my you board. Said that. You said that a little wrong there, guy. David Ojabo is my three. Uh, I like Karloftis. You, what, you like, have you seen Karloftis yet? Uh, Karloftis reminds him. me of J.J. Watt. I watched here. him in the game they played against Ohio State where they got wrecked. <laughs> yeah, he 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 got owned by uh, Petit Frere that game. That's yeah. he's also I also have him on a first round grade. Uh, so that's why I have like that that game is kind of why I have uh, him drop to four. I don't think uh, if Arnold Evac if Arnold Evacetti uh, tests well because I'm a big Evacetti fan. He owned Michigan. Not sorry, not sorry. But uh, if Evacetti tests really well during the he combine, Michigan, huh? did they win that game? I'm talking player. But did he win that game? No. No, he can own these nuts in his mouth. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. He sucks. I have him as an undrafted free agent. No, I'm just kidding. You have no <laughs> grades, dude. Shut up. We have Evaketti test well. I might move him over um over uh Karloftis. But Karloftis reminds me of um JJ Watt. Big big guy off the edge, that kind of guy. There's just so many guys. He reminds me of like a little bit bigger of a Ryan Kerrigan. Same yeah, school. him too. Him too. Kerrigan and JJ Watt are like two that remind Same me. Same school. Of... People are gonna say that's racist because he's white. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> Racially motivated comparisons. But Aiden Hutchinson is is the best in the class. I think Aiden Hutchinson is the best right now. Now, Thibodeau. I think he has a high ceiling. As he well. does. It's just Thibodeau's athleticism makes his a little higher. Thibodeau's faster, quicker. I think Thibodeau's better in every department, like athleticism-wise, except I think Hutchinson is stronger. I guess we'll see when that three-cone drill comes out, who's better. People are saying that Aiden Hutchinson might have a three-cone similar to Quiddy Pay. That, that, that'll be really good to see. Because uh, he has that bend, man. His bend is elite. Yeah. 
Pause. Why is this god damn I'll be back. Betty! So he was barking. It's good. Oh, my bad, man. We back. Our roommate got here. All right. Three, <coughs> two, one. All right. But, yeah, Hutchinson's the stronger of the two. Thibodeau's, like, the more athletic freak. I, don't get me wrong, Hutchinson's a freak too, but. Hutchinson's size, man, is just. He's 6'6, six, six, like 240? No, no he's 270. 270. I was thinking a quarterback weight. Yeah. Um, yeah, then you got. Ojabo. Ojabo, Ojabo doesn't even. Ojabo's still learning the position. He's learning Frisco, the game of Frisco football. Frisco said that Ojabo might be a better pro than Hutchinson. I don't agree with that assessment. I don't either. either. I do so think Ojabo is going to be. I think Ojabo is going to be a boomer bust. He's going to be like. He's going to be either really good or he's going to be like Chase on. <laughs> I, I could see that. Be, I don't think he'll be Chase on, but he's just. He's very raw. It's because he's, he's five, still learning the position. He's not very big. He's six five two fifty, but he does play well in the run game. Which Chase on, I feel like sometimes does play decent in the run game. You know, really, what I like from Ojabo is this season, as it's progressively gone on, Ojabo's gotten better. Like when you watch his film from the beginning of the season. You don't really see much out of Ojabo. And then once you start getting in, because they, they didn't even really use him much in the yeah, beginning they didn't of the use season. Him much in the beginning, no. And then as, as you see him start to get more reps and progress, and he become he became a starter, he's been cooking alongside Hutchinson, man. And they two Michigan edge rushers in my top three. It's two for that. They have two first round edges. That bodes well for them in the playoffs. Two top so 15 saying. edges. I got them both as top ten prospects, but I've seen mock drafts to have Ojabo in the top ten, so I'm not Ojabo I'm seven. I got Ojabo as a seven point eight out of uh, eight. Eight Ooh. is a eight is a perfect. And and the for my for my grading scale, seven the first is this the round. So seven is first round, six second. You get the gist. And then the point is where in the first. So I take him in the top twentieth percent of. The first round. Yeah. I feel you, dog. Trayvon Walker's another guy. I saw you mocked him earlier. Trayvon Walker is yeah. a guy. He can play interior. He can play exterior. He can play linebacker. Yeah, he was in my, my mock for a second-round pick. But I think he'll probably end up going... I have him as a 7 out of... I have him literally borderline first. Yeah, he'll probably I'm, be end of, the, end of the first round. He could go up. I think he might go up in my grade. I'm really excited just to see him in the playoffs. I want to see what he runs in the 40. I want to see him against Evan Neal. I want to That's see what he runs in the 40. That's going to be Saturday. I know. That's why I'm excited. Trayvon Walker, Trayvon Walker's grade for me is really coming down to how he performs in the playoffs. If he just gets shut down in the playoffs, he could go down. But if he balls against <clears throat> these playoff teams, he could go up. A lot, because he's. I've had. I've seen people have Trayvon Walker in their top fifteen as well. Um, Not surprising. I mean, the dude's. He's ver. He can do everything. He's good in coverage against Florida. What is he? He's like. He's like. Uh, he's six five, two seventy five estimated. Yeah, he's got good size. He stands up. He can play with his hand down. He can he play can, inside. He can you play can out. put him. In, you can put him in middle linebacker if you really want to. He yeah. he he played a couple snaps at in uh, coverage linebacker. 
I don't remember exactly what spot on the field. I just remember he yeah. was linebacker covering against Florida, and he caused an interception. So a guy that I like who doesn't really get that much hype. He has some hype, but not too much because of where he played is uh, Kingsley Inigbare. I have him as a seven point six. So I have him in the top half of the first. Woo! Really? He's been a he's been balling this he's year. A, he's he's balling for South Carolina. It's crazy because they're not very good. He's my edge six. He's gonna be. I think he's gonna be a beast. I have he's gonna be a good player. He's my edge six, and he's still a seven point six out of eight. Edges, That's how good these edges deep. are. This edges is the best deep. edge class I've seen in years. We haven't even gotten to uh, people like uh, was it Majai Sanders from Cincinnati? Having uh, my Jai Sanders, he's uh, yeah, my, my edge eight. I have him as a seven point three. He's, he's pretty good. My Jai Sanders is a guy who reminds me of Chase on kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here you got Drake Jackson from USC. Drake Jackson, he's my edge uh, seven. I have him literally seven point five. I'd have him mid to late first. Drake Jackson's pretty good. Yeah, you got Jermaine Johnson. From Jermaine Texas Johnson, Field. I'm not. I like Jermaine Johnson. He's my edge ten. I have him as a six point nine below Trayvon Walker. He could honestly. I don't think I don't like Jermaine any higher than where I do. Just because I feel like on a down to down basis. You don't see him as much. Like, he makes mm. big plays, but I don't see him. Like, when you watch a full game of tape, you just don't see him that much. Zion, Te- Zion Tupiola Fetuai out of Washington. He was hurt last year. I know he opted out last year, I believe. He was either right. hurt or opted out. But when you go and watch him before that and this year, he got hurt this year as well. So he's one of those guys who <clears throat> hurt, opt out, and all that stuff. So he's tough to grade, but when you watch him before and what he did this year, he was at he is the most he has the best sack per sack per game or sack per game or play or something like that in the country. He had like four sacks in like three games. Jeez. He's when you watch when you watch his tape, he really pops. It's just the injury and the opting out makes it hard to tape, hard to grade. But I have him as a, I have him in the top half of the second. He's got, probably gonna go. He's probably gonna go lower than that, like I said. But I really like him as an underrated prospect. You still got Zach Harrison from Ohio State. Zach Harrison, I am not a fan. He didn't do anything against Michigan. I don't think. I have him as my edge, edge eighteen. Jeez, did you know he was the number one defensive end coming out of the country in high school that year he came out? Overrated. Uh, Did you know that he ran track in high school? He's six six two sixty eight. If he if he grades really well, he could go <laughs> up. I'm just saying. But when I watched he, the tape, he didn't do too much for reportedly me. Reportedly ran times of ten point seven in the hundred meter dash and twenty one point seven in the two hundred meter dash. I have him mid third right now, five point five out of eight. I don't um, know if he did anything against Michigan. Like I said, I didn't really watch too much of the game because I was busy, but. I still got, I got to watch more tape on him, obviously, but from the tape from the first like half of the season and a bit after that, like I've watched like eight games of him, I think. Nick he Benito, did, another guy. Nick Benito is another guy that I saw a lot of hype of, especially from PSF. He's undersized. He's undersized, and he just hasn't done that. He's my edge I don't know, fourteen. I don't know if he's a true edge. I feel like he'll be more of a Sam linebacker in the NFL. At yeah, 6'2", I'm not, two, He's around six two, around two thirty. Yeah, when I watch when I was going to watch Nick Benito. Uh, I was like, because like PFF constantly posted him and his edge, like his pressure rates and stuff, and all this stuff. And when I watched him, I was just like, all right. All I, I know is we mid, need to get to pick mid. two. Brenton Cox, Brenton Cox out of Florida. 
I have him atop of the second. The issue for him, Cox, he's so talented. He had like four sacks against FSU. He gets a ton of pressure. He doesn't have the, the crazy sack numbers aside from the FSU game. But his issue for me is I have him graded highly, but I could very well see him not having NFL success because of the classic thing people say about Florida players is they don't have the mentality and the uh, effort. I feel like sometimes he just get like if you watch the Georgia game, Stetson Bennett, you know how Stetson Bennett like to run? Uh, Stetson Bennett, he just he just stopped. He just kind of quit. Like his effort, if, yeah. he if he feels like he's not going to make the play, or he feels he that the up. guy's just too far away, he'll just don't quit. have that high motor. He'll quit. Like he also feels like sometimes he gets mud in his his feet in mud uh, whenever it's just him and the quarterback, kind of like Chase on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, effort is the biggest thing for Cox, in my opinion. If he can find, if you can get somebody to get him to have full effort every play, fantastic player. But if if Mahomes is like a little bit away from him, he's just gonna stop. So. Yeah, my biggest takeaway is that I want to be top two picks. So we get either Aiden or Tibbs. Facts. Whoever the Lions don't pick, which they, I can see them picking Aiden because they keep him in Michigan, you know? Yeah. Sell some tickets, my guy. Sell some jerseys. Yeah, the Lions should take Hutchinson number one, in my opinion, but... I hate that opinion, but I love it at the same time. Well, it's... Because I want him. <laughs> as, an, uh, as a non-Jags fan, if the Jags were picking anywhere else in the first... I'd oh, yeah, say, I, 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 he's my number one player on my board. He's been my number, yeah. he's been my number one player all season long. I'm, I, I'm probably the only person that had him at number one all season long. I had him as my number two all season long, but I'm he's officially number on one. number one now. I've had him over. I've had him over Kayvon this whole time, and that's not anything against Kayvon. He's really, really good too. You're just higher on. You were just higher on Hutchinson. Yeah, I like Hutchinson. He, also, I also he was number one on my board in general. He's also was obviously he was number one on my board for the Jags. He just fits our scheme. Yeah, because uh, coaches, his defensive coordinator used to coach uh, with the Ravens. Used to coach under Jim Harbaugh and crew. Who's their, who's their, who's their, uh, Wink Martindale, and the defensive coordinator for the Ravens? Yeah. Used to coach under him with Cullen. With Cullen and some other guys we also have on our staff. Cullen and uh, Zach Orr. Yeah, Zach Orr. Somebody else I can't think of right now. Yeah, edge class, super deep. You sent Gotta another, get at least one of these guys. You sent another guy to the you you because there's so many. The senior bowl class is stacked in general. You mm -hmm. sent oh one, yeah, the guy from Minnesota. Yeah, Boye Mafe. Yeah, I have him bottom of the third. I I didn't see much out of him, but you 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 sent that earlier and it did. He's my edge nineteen. Zach Harrison's over him by a bit, but I still got yeah, a he, lot he of he edges plays from Minnesota. <laughs> do what he plays for minnesota yeah he does he gets to go because what's his name in practice though every week uh, daniel falele yeah falele he disappointed me i mean he's got the size and the upside that's why i still like him he 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 didn't i wouldn't say he disappointed me because i've never like thought he was gonna be like a first round draft pick i, I don't even know if he'll be he might be a second rounder in my he's opinion. a third in mine i think he'll probably be, i think he'll go second rounder just because of the size and potential someone's gonna over will overdraft yeah, but I think he's pretty good in pass pro. It's just his run blocking is is not where you would expect it to be for somebody that size. Even in pass pro, it feels like sometimes he gets put. He doesn't give up the sacks, but sometimes it does feel like he gets pushed around a bit. It's also for, not. It's also very raw. Yeah, player. for a guy who's six nine, 
You'd expect him to have much more power. He just got to you know, learn how to use his hands, man, and set his and set and, and set his feet for his pass sets. He doesn't. I mean, he hasn't been playing football that long. Another guy who I saw high on a lot of boards, Rashid Walker. He's an offensive tackle. We're not going to talk about much about offensive tackles right now, but out of Penn State, Rashid Walker, bro. This dude, I thought he because uh, I I get all I get all the names off the draft network. I just take all the names and write them down. And then I go watch them myself. Rashid Walker, this guy is. I have him fourth round. <laughs> what about the guy from Washington? Washington? Uh, which one? Uh, the Jackson that, Kirkland? Uh, yeah, the one that uh, Aiden Hutchinson pretty much dogged out the whole game. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Kirkland. <laughs> I have Kirkland as a 6.6, uh, .6, so I have him in like the top 40% of the second. He's pretty good. It's People just were whenever... saying he's a, or there's draft analysts that believe he's a first round talent. I don't, because it's kind of like whenever he plays uh, against really good talent, not just, like, Ojabo beat him, too. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you have all these tackles who are first-round talents, and, like, Michigan has gone against a couple of them and destroyed them. Yeah, Michigan <laughs> destroyed all three. Hutchinson <laughs> and, and Ojabo destroyed these guys. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. Like, Nicholas Petit, for, for, Nicholas Petit Frere at Ohio State, their left tackle. Hutchinson whooped him. I have him as a bottom of the first. Who else? Uh, Jackson Kirkland. He whooped him. I have him in, like I said, the top 40% of the second. Let me look at the list real quick and see if there's anybody else on there. Ikemic Wanu. He's my OT3 right now. Uh, but that's subject to change because I still got more tape to watch on him. Because there are some people who think he's better than Evan Neal. Right. I don't see that. Yeah, I don't either. Charles Cross. I like Charles Cross a lot. Charles Cross is my... I think it's just those two he's played. Jackson Kirkland and Nicholas petit Prayer. Yeah, he's... He hurt them both bad. Iowa typically has a good old line, but they don't have... I didn't see anybody for them on, on the tackle list. But yeah. they typically have a good old line. Big Nobody, 10, just in general, usually has good old lines, man, which is like my biggest thing. I'm like, our edges are destroying these Big 10 old lines, which are typically really good. And we're even beating them really bad in, in, in the run game. And, like, Big Ten O-lines are usually really good at run games. That's like, you know, Big Ten's bread and butter is running off, rushing offense. Yeah. Which is why I would always draft guards from the Big Ten and running backs from the Big Ten. Always. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of inside offensive line. But edge-wise, this is – edge is the best position in the class easily. Like, overall, I mean, talent-wise. From top to bottom, yeah, I would go edge. Edge is just, like I said, stack. Like I said, a... you went 20 deep, and you're like, what, in the top of the fourth round or some crap? Yeah, top. No, 20 deep? 4.4 uh, is, so bottom 40th percent of the fourth is where I am, is my lowest guy. But saying, that's 20 deep. Almost 10 first-round graded edges. Like, that's that's crazy. Yeah. If you if you need an edge or two and you don't come out with at least one, your GM needs to be fired, bro. <laughs> like, come on now, Georgia. Before we before we end it off, we'll talk more about other positions and defensive and other defensive tackle and stuff. But Georgia, I think I said this earlier. Georgia has Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt. I have them both. I have them as two of my top three inside defensive line because some people have DeMarvin Leal as an edge. If you have DeMarvin Leal as an edge, I have 10 first-round edges, but I have him in DL, IDL. I have him as an IDL because I think 
he'll be really good as a defensive tackle in a three four set. Like if you put him in that uh put him in that Aaron Donald role on your defense, I feel like he would do really well in that role. Yeah. That I like Leo a lot. He I have to watch more tape on him because a lot of people have been kind of falling off on him recently, so I gotta see why. But I haven't gotten to many defensive tackles. He's still As- a top ten rated player on Draft Network. Yeah, for me he is. Uh, Haskell Garrett, though. Before that, last thing I want to say is Haskell Garrett. Most disappointing film I've seen any of anybody. He has flashes, but it's very he's very inconsistent as well. He I don't think he did anything against uh, Michigan either. He's done. I watched a multi, I watched a bunch of Ohio State film because I've had to rewatch it because of all the Ohio, Ohio State players. But he's done. He occasionally gets a little bit of push and occasionally makes a tackle. But I've seen literally nothing. Yeah, I think he's like a fourth. I have him bottom of the fourth. On draft network. I have him as a four point two, so very bottom of the. What about uh one one last guy? I don't know if you've watched him at all. Did you watch a lot of ideals already? I've watched uh eight. What do you think of uh? Or have you watched Perry on Winfrey? Yes, I have Perry and Winfrey. I have him uh, as a four point five. I'm low on him. Because he's really good get-off. His get-off is like, mm-hmm. if you watch, if you just watch the line, you'll see he'll be like, first guy off most of the time. But outside of that, I just don't see much. Feels like he just kind of gets, gets pushed around a lot. That's gets fair. no push. Another disappointing guy, because he was high on the Draft Network board when I looked, just because I was writing down names. It's all about uh, that uh, Fedarian Mathis, bro. Fedarian Mathis? I have not gotten to him yet. He's the Alabama you tackle. Oh, he's, oh yeah, he's all the way down on this board, but I have to, I haven't seen him yet, so. Darian. Keanu Benton, Wisconsin. PJ Mustafer, Penn State. These are guys I. Darian Mathis is the one, two, three, four. Five. He's the sixth ranked sixth ranked IDL on Draft Network. Oh, he was like when I look because they've updated it since when I last checked, he was. Down in like the twenties. He's right ahead of he's right ahead of uh, Tyler Davis. Oh, Tyler Davis! Tyler Davis is so hard. It feels like this dude is always hurt. Like yeah. what? What film can I watch of this guy? I have him as. Who's that other guy that they got at Clemson that it gets a lot of hype? I don't really see him do anything. I have no um, idea. Um, Jesus Christ! It's like his last name is like. What's his name, dude? Clemson. Brian Brezzi? He's like he's like uh, Taven Brian Jr. <laughs> never heard of him. You never heard of Brian Brezzi? Uh, I don't. I might have. Six five, six five, two ninety. What class? Uh, I think he's a junior right now. He's twenty. Let me look. It was a dude. He was the number one player in the nation when he committed. He was class of twenty twenty in high school. So he's a hmm. sophomore then. He was the number one ranked player in the nation when he came out. Number hmm. one defense tackle, number one player out of Maryland. He's the 18th ranked player all time on 24-7 sports. Jeez. I got I've a... not seen him do any. I've not really watched a lot of Clemson games, so I haven't really, so I've really noticed anything. But I don't really, I don't ever see anybody say anything about him. Maybe it's because he's not draft eligible yet. He's Maybe. Year. I mean, uh, I've heard a lot of stuff about Georgia's, um, who's that other Georgia guy? Uh, Carter. Jalen Carter is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's insane. He's the best defensive tackle next year. Less. 
There's going to be some this Georgia defense. I'm a I'm a Gators fan, so I have every reason to hate them. But this Georgia defense, dude, is the best defense I've ever seen. I have obviously I didn't watch like 2001 Miami and stuff, right. but from what I've watched, this is the best defense I've ever seen. And there are going to be some Hall of Famers. They off only of give it. up. They only give up like 6.9 points per game. If you this is just just for fun off this Georgia defense because all every time there's a defense that's this crazy good there's always like a couple Hall of Famers if you were to pin at least one Hall of Famer on this team who would you think it would be I'd say Nickobe Dean I'm a huge Nickobe Dean guy he can do everything I could see Tyler Davis getting in like Wolfork did Tyler oh, Davis not Tyler Davis um Jay uh, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. I'm sorry, we were just talking about Tom Davis. <laughs> Jordan Davis. I can see him getting in, like being like a wolf, wolf work type nose tackle level. You know. I know. Did Devontae? It's insane the talent they have on that All defense. All eleven starters are going to be drafted probably eventually. Yeah, because Lewis Sign is their safety. He's probably second or third. Their other safety. Was it? Um, they have another safety too that's going to be in there. Ty, Ty, Tyke Smith or something? Uh, Tyke Smith, yeah. He's probably... He, uh, He'll probably be drafted. Yeah, I've seen him late rounds because I think he got hurt or something. Uh, who else? Then you got all that defensive line. They'd have oh. even more... There's going to be guys who aren't even in the starting yeah, 11. Yeah, look at their depth chart right now. Let me tell you. So, Trevon Walker, drafted. First round, probably. Jordan Davis, drafted. Devontae Wyatt, drafted. Drafted. Okay, there's Sam linebacker is Robert Beale Jr. He's a senior, mm, redshirt I, senior. I don't know. I don't know about him, so he might not be. Maybe I, mean, I, haven't, I don't probably. know who he is. But that's if you that's if you even classify him as a starter. Yeah, he might not be because he's a Sam linebacker. Um, their middle linebacker, Nakobe Dean, drafted easily. Uh, their uh, what they're calling their money linebacker is Quay Walker. I think I've heard the name before. He might be drafted, you know. Uh, and then their Jack linebacker is Nolan Smith. Oh, he's getting drafted. He's a junior. I have him on my edge list. One corner, Darion Kendrick. He's going to get drafted. Yep. Uh, the other one is Amir Speed. He's a redshirt senior. Not sure if he gets drafted or not. And then this has... Who's number five? They got uh, Kaylee Ringo at a corner. Kaylee yeah, Ringo is like the Ringo, weakest... Yeah. Kaylee Ringo is like the weak point I've seen on that defense. And he's not even bad. It's just whenever you see teams like moving downfield, it's generally because they're scoring or they're... And their strong safety, Christopher Smith. Yeah, he's getting drafted. Which is Tyke Smith, right? Uh, I think they're two different people, but I don't know. I don't see a Tyke Smith on here. Then. It has to be him. I guess. Must be a nickname or something, I don't know. And then Lewis Sign, he's getting drafted. Lewis Sign, known for murdering Kyle Pitts on the field. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, that defense is insane. Anyways... That's all for draft talk this time, so we're going to do this every week. Next week, we'll pick another position. Hopefully, I got more film done on other positions. Well, I guess Tyke Smith isn't the same person. I didn't think so. Oh, it's because it's he's out for the season because he tore his ACL. That's why okay, that's, okay why I thought so. The, that's, that's why, why he's, he's not on the depth chart. That's why he's so far down draft boards because he tore his yeah, ACL. That's right. That's why he's on the depth chart. But okay. Christopher Smith is rather one. I don't know if he's balling or not. He's pretty good. <laughs> so, Either way, draft talk. It's fun. We're going to do this every week. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Go Blue! Beat the Hawkeyes! Uh, Gators don't play this week, so uh, go Blue. (laughs) Why do you have to do that? You guys got a new head coach. You're you're good, man. Billy Napier. Yes, sir. Recruiting. He out there recruiting. 
Uh, anyways, though, hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and we will see you guys next time. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment, share, do all that stuff. And yeah, see you later.